everyone, Iris Allison here, and welcome to the Six Figure Women Coach Coaches Show. Actually, I'm with the one and only Dr. Elena Swartz, and she is my special guest for today. And as you know, with the show, I bring in awesome coaches and experts who are literally trailblazers in their field. They're doing it. They're not only doing it, but they are just killing it in their industry. So today, we're going to learn a little bit more about Dr. Elena. So Dr. Elena, welcome oh. to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so delighted to be here. It's my pleasure. But it's funny, even though I'm a JD, I don't really call myself doctor. Although I like it. It feels good. It sounds good. I was like, wow, I really like the sound of that. That's cool. But <laughs> so just Elena, please. <laughs> Elena, yes, yes, yes. Well, you and I, we have been communicating back and forth on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is such a phenomenal network and platform to connect with, connect with people. So I know one of the things that sparked interest in me to reach out to you even more is your unique approach to helping people out there in your industry. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you do and what makes you unique? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to. Thanks. Uh, you know, it, it's a really interesting thing. There's so many coaches out there and there's a lot of coaches out there who even talk about helping people scale their business and how to grow their business. And uh, I've, I, I just recently wrote a post on this on LinkedIn, as a matter of fact, is that I probably spent about $150,000 over the last four years on coaching for myself. And rarely, which is, it's, that's a lot of money, right? That's a decent investment. And rarely have I actually gotten the result that I paid for. Right. So I own a program and then I haven't really gotten what I've paid for. And the interesting thing to me about that is that I generally find that coaches have this one size fits all approach. This is what worked for me. And because this is what worked for me to scale my business, this is what I'm going to teach everybody else. Even though you have a different business, you have different networks and connections, you have different skills and talents, and you have a different audience, but yet I'm going to say that this works for you. And it's not to say that a lot of those, you know, strategies don't work, but I feel like, um, what tends to happen is because of the way those programs are delivered, that those strategies aren't tailor made for people and their businesses. And so one of the things that really I feel like makes me unique is that I tailor make strategies for my clients where I look at the holistic picture of who this person is. And then we really focus on what is going to be the thing that takes you to the next level. And, and part of that experience for me is twofold. There's the practical experience of like, what are the steps you have to take? How do you work with time management? How do you free up time? Some huge on working less, on actually earning a lot more, but working less and creating time and money freedom. So how do you, you know, what are the practical steps you take? But also there's this other piece over here, which I feel like is 80% of the puzzle, which is who are you being? So if you have a $100,000 a year business, but you want to be earning $100,000 a month, well, how does that $100,000 a month earner act? Who are they being? How do they make decisions? What kind of action do they take? How are they aligned with their mission? What kind of team do they build? And helping people really live into that person and become that person so that they're aligned with their vision. And then when they take the action, when they do the strategy, the strategy actually works. Because oftentimes when we're not being that person, we can be working 
uh, a great strategy, but the strategy doesn't work. And I've had some clients, Iris, that honestly, all they do is tweak themselves, tweak their you know mindset and who they're being. And the strategies that they're already doing are just start working and it shifts their business dynamically to, you know, free up their time, earn consistently more. And so I feel like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I do. That is absolutely amazing. You are in a line really of my philosophy as well, because it's really, it's not just about the steps that we provide to the people that we want to help, right? There's always those foundations and blueprint, but also it really starts with who you are, your authentic self, right? Because every single one of us are uniquely made and what works for you might not always work for me. So your ability to really help people out to not only scale their business to another level, but you have the ability to reach in, if you will, right? And, yeah, and, I like and that. help them with whatever that's that's great in them and let them let that shine in the process. So that is amazing. And, I love that. Yeah, and it's also to remove what's blocking out of the way, you know? So it's not, it, it, there's that two-part place of like, who are you being? How are you showing up? What kind of habits do you have? What's your experience of the world, your perception of the world, but also what's getting in the way of you actually being that person? And let's remove the blocks. You know, often I experience <clears throat> at a certain level of income that people don't realize it and they think, oh, it's my team that's the issue or, oh, it's this that's the issue. But really, they're the biggest bottleneck in their business. And when we remove that bottleneck, when we open it up, they move more into flow. There's not so much hustle. There's not so much push, 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 do, do, do. There's more effortless and ease that ends up happening in, in them moving through to what they want to create. And that's one of the hardest things, isn't it? To remove that mental block even to anyone. It doesn't matter if you are just starting out as a coach or a six-figure earner to even a millionaire. We all have that type of mental blocks that come in play once in a while. So what is your tip, yes. Elena? What's that one tip that you can help others to unblock themselves? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, can I give two? <laughs> really quick. So one of them really is, is, and I'm sure you've heard this a hundred times before, but it really moves the dial, which is to be in a place of gratitude. Like gratitude, I mean, they've done so many studies on gratitude and what gratitude does for the body, but also gratitude, when you give gratitude, you're usually giving gratitude for something that's already happened. And your body doesn't know the difference between something that's imagined and something that's real. Your brain doesn't know the difference between something that's imagined and something that's real. So what ends up happening is that when you give gratitude and you give it consistently, especially for the things that you already have or for the future that you have in the present moment, like you give gratitude for, you know, a certain level of business and you give it in the present moment, then your mind thinks it's already happened and it will fill in the grid um, to with the pieces that you actually need to make it happen. So that, a regular gratitude practice is really key. And then one of the other things I have people do is, is actually shift their habits. You know, I'm really big, for example, what if people do first thing in the morning when they wake up? 
they pick up their phone, right? So, so they check their phone and then they're down the rabbit hole. Now they're repeating their, their day becomes yesterday and the day before. So the future becomes the predictable past. And if you want to do it, you want to have a different future. You have to do something differently. So one of the things that I recommend to my clients is don't check your phone for like the first hour. I mean, I know it's painful, like there's an addiction to it. And, but don't check your phone for the first hour you wake up be in a different state of mind, wake up and have gratitude before your feet even touch the ground, have three things that you're grateful for while you're still lying down because you're in that in-between state, you're in the alpha state and you can bypass the subconscious mind where all those limiting beliefs are. And then you really are setting yourself up for the day for success in a completely different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so nice that you said that because not a lot of people practice that type of gratitude early in the morning. Yes. Right? yes. And I'm, I was one of those people. I know in my 20s, you know, obviously I'm not in my 20s anymore. I know in my 20s, I used to just get up and then, you know, get out of bed because I know I had things to do. And then I just go into the, the routine every single day yes. without even thinking. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, I should be thankful that I'm up. I'm alive. I get to do new things today. So, yeah. Yeah, because then your body's on autopilot, right? You're, you have this automaticity where your body's on autopilot doing the same things, experiencing the same things. And our bodies are literally addicted to the hormones of stress. And so when we start having stress in our experience of the day, you know, your body subconsciously will go, oh, do that same thing again so I can get another hit of those chemicals, those, you know, adrenaline, cortisol, norepinephrine, et cetera. And then, then all of a sudden you're off to the races having the same experience as you did day in, day out, day in, wondering why aren't things really changing for me or changing at the level I want. Maybe you are getting, you know, a small amount of change, small amounts of growth, but they're not changing at the level they could be. And that's a really big reason why. So I love that. Exactly. Start the day right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that is, it is such a simple message, but it's so true. It makes a difference. It really does make a difference. It really does. Yeah. Now I want to. I want to actually ask you a personal question. Sure. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. It's not scary. I promise. It's not. No. Scary. I'm really big on vulnerability <laughs> because I feel like my experiences, my failures, um, you know, the the my path to sort of the success I've created really does help others understand it's possible for them. So I'm open to any question, Iris. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So my question is really really simple. Before you started helping coaches or the people that you that you're serving right now, what did you used to do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was a lawyer in the music industry for 18 uh -huh. years and in New York City and my career, I had a multiple six figure practice and my career culminated as me being the executive vice president of the largest independent music company in the world. And honestly, when I got to that level, which felt like for a lot of my peers, me, myself included, the, the pinnacle of success, I was really never more miserable. Uh, I was finally, you know, 
from, from all outside circumstances, I appeared to have it all. I mean, I had a <clears throat> mid six figure gig. I, you know, seemed to have a great marriage. I had a great apartment in New York City. I was traveling to exotic locations multiple times a year. Like from all external circumstances, it looked like I had it all, but I was never more miserable inside. And I kept asking myself, like, is there more? Like, is this it? Like, I kept feeling that there was a life of more meaning for me. And part of that was copying to the fact that being a lawyer was really my parents' agenda. It wasn't really what I wanted to do. And I did it. And I think a lot of people pursue a path of conventional success, something they know conventionally that they can be successful at. And when they go out into entrepreneurship, you know, there's, and all of a sudden you're not getting a paycheck anymore. That's a pretty scary route for a lot of people. I don't think it's a destination that's meant for, you know, everyone. But for me, it was clear that that's what I was really meant to be doing because the only time I was ever happy as a lawyer was actually when I worked for myself, when I had my own practice. So, you know, as a result of that, um, I just started to pursue all the things I was passionate about and ultimately hired a purpose coach for me to get clear on what my purpose was. And it, you know, I mean, I've been, I've been helping people with business strategy for over 25 years. So it, it kind of made sense in the next logical step that for me was to do it through from a coaching paradigm. Oh, that is amazing. That is amazing. Amazing. 25 years and counting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to date myself there, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're only 30, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it since I'm five. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, it's just a number. So Yeah, exactly. That is amazing. Wow. And I bet you can go on and on about fantastic stories and things like that when it comes in, in your industry, right? What's yeah. working and all those people that you've helped. Oh, my gosh. And we can be here for another nine hours. Right? <laughs> but... Uh, so what made you have, well, let me rephrase that. What was your, your first breakthrough on, let's say, as far as becoming that entrepreneur? What was that breakthrough? Yeah, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Um, <clears throat> I do a ton of mindset work. I mean, I spend at least an hour a morning in meditation and do other practices like I've, you know, described. And so for me, that's a really, really big piece of my practice. I created a six-figure practice my first year of coaching. And part of that was I was doing a lot of um, you know, visualization, uh, a lot of meditation, a lot of just really aligning myself and clients just kept showing up. Like it was amazing how that happened. Uh, so for me, you know, that was a really, you know, it was a great breakthrough doing that. And, and I'll be honest, I mean, this is one of the vulnerabilities. And at the end of my first year, I joined some very high level, I, a very high level mastermind, um, like $28,000 program and, uh, and made it a couple of investments that if they didn't work out, were going to wipe out my bank account and they didn't work out. And it really left me penniless as a single mom. And it, my mindset just crashed and burned around me and the things I said to myself, I'd never let anybody else say to me. And I normally don't beat myself up that way, but I just couldn't believe that, you know, the sort of momentum I 
got a little cocky and the momentum caught me up in it. And um, I did what I did. And it took me over a year to really rebuild my mindset. I went into massive debt and I realized, Iris, you know, the, the breakthrough for me and, and the beauty of that experience, like I wouldn't want to repeat it again, but the beauty of that experience was to realize how much I had identified my self-worth with my net worth. Mm-hmm. I was a high achiever. I am a high achiever. So I was accustomed to accomplishing a certain level of success in business. And I didn't realize how tied up my self-worth was in my accomplishments and having everything wiped out, like really helped me reset that and understand that that's what was driving me so much to create the level of success that I was creating. And it allowed me to reset it and create it from a truly just from being in a place of service rather than from a place of ego. And that's been, you know, a huge, huge blessing for me as I continue to scale my own business. Oh, I love that. I really love that. And being true to yourself, really, it starts from within and being yes. transparent yes. enough to reflect to, to, you know, all the accomplishments that you have, anybody as well. You know, we all have achievements. We all, all have these milestones, but along the way, we tend to forget all those things that we need to celebrate yes and then, and then yes. really focus on that and rebuild rebuild our our own self again and yeah to start serving people so i love that i love that message oh i just love you i love <laughs> i love your message amazing amazing so Elena, I was almost to say, I was going to say Dr. Elena for some, you know what? I'm just going to call you Dr. Elena. (laughs) I love that, Iris. Thank you. I love that. So Dr. Elena, (laughs) um, how can can people connect with you? How can they find you? Yeah, sure. So they can find me at www.elenaschwartz.com and that's A-L-A-I-N-A. S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. While I'm on all social media, I hang out on LinkedIn a ton. So I've got a lot of great, um, you know, free, uh, valuable content that I offer on a consistent and regular basis. And also, if anybody wants to reach out to me and have a conversation, um, I'd love to offer your audience like, you know, five free conversations, just half hour real quick to see how, you know, what's what's standing in the way. How can you take the next steps to next level? And you could reach out to me at support at Elena Schwartz com. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, one more question before we go. What sure. is your all-time favorite book that you can share oh with my. us? I know. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Um, I kind of have two, and it's interesting. Okay. So one of them is "Loving What Is" and by Byron Katie, and I have a lot of my clients. Oh, yeah. It, it really allows us to accept what's going on in our life without judgment of our perception and investigate our own thinking. And that's it, so valuable in personal development, in really moving to, you know, sort of leveling up who you're being. And then the second one actually is, is interesting is the seven habits of highly effective people like um, yeah. Stephen Covey, who's no longer with us, but is very aligned with my philosophy about building business. And there are some just golden nuggets in that book that I think when applied really do move the dial forward. Absolutely. That's a classic book, in my opinion. That's totally. So totally. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, thank you so much, Elena. Thank for, you. It's so great to be here time. with you. This has been amazing. It has been fun, and I know it's it's a shorter, <laughs> shorter podcast, but I would love to have you back on again. So love to, definitely love to join you again, Iris. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in, for listening in to our show. Make sure that you subscribe and invite people to listen to our show, show as well. And don't worry, I will definitely put. Dr. Elena's, <laughs> Elena's information so you can reach out to her even more. All right, everyone, until next time, I'll see you again soon. Bye for now.